Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Steve Berline, former NFL quarterback, friend of ours, friend of the show, at Steve Berline on Twitter, making some time for us. Now, Steve, what's going on, buddy? How's your summer going? Bill, what do you say, man? The summer's going well. I uh, I had my knee replaced about four months ago. I'm out playing golf again, and uh, I feel like life is getting back to, to normal. How's how's the golf game? I mean, you're a professional athlete at the highest level. Are you? Uh, I would imagine you're you're pretty solid. Well, you know, I, I used to be pretty solid. I used to play a lot more than I play now. You know, my my retirement has not been as relaxing as I kind of had envisioned it. So I don't get to play quite as much as uh, as I would like. But uh, believe it or not, I, I feel like in my later 50s, I'm, my game is actually finally starting to come around a little bit. So uh, <laughs> I feel pretty good about where I'm at. But uh, that can change very quickly, as we all know. Uh, the, the game is uh, the most frustrating but the most enjoyable um, in, in the world. So I think we all go through the same struggles. It's such a great game. I, I, I've turned away from it, Steve. I've t- I'm, I'm, I'm a tennis player, and when I get too old for tennis, I'm going to go back to golf and shooting like 88 to 98 and just drinking too much beer. Like That's my level of golf. I'm not a serious golfer, although it is such a joyous game. It, it, it's, you know what? I, I hear you, and I, I, you've you got a lot of different perspectives about it. Um, I still choose to take it probably a little bit more seriously than I should, and I have pretty high expectations out of myself so i still i still have hope and 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 i believe that uh i'm actually going to get to be a a, a pretty good golfer at some point so uh and it's all relative right i mean shoot i'm a i'm a seven handicap um but but i've been kind of hovering around that for a long time and i i feel like that's just not quite good enough a lot of people think that's pretty damn good uh I'd i'd love a seven I mean, yeah. part of it for me yeah. is I have a younger brother who I love dearly, but I was always the older brother, better at everything, but golf. He's a four now or a five, and he ruined golf for me at a young age. We'd go out there, I'd shoot a 89, he'd shoot a 74, and I would hate him, even though I loved him. Steve Berline uh, here on the show. Uh, Steve, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs holding out. Dalvin Cook obviously does, doesn't have a job, and so we've seen that this running back position uh, suppressed in terms of its value what do you think we're likely to expect in terms of Barkley and, and, and Jacobs and a possible holdout if they don't get new contracts by, by Monday? Well, you know, I, I it's hard to really know, obviously, what's going on. There seems to be at least an effort on Barkley's side with what's happening right now that, you know, to try to, uh, to make something uh, happen here in the last few days. He seems like he's he's trying to, with his agents now, trying to find a way to get something done. Um, you know, you don't hear uh, as much uh, effort or optimism out of the Jacobs camp. At least it doesn't seem like it at this point. But um, 
you know, running backs have it tough. We talked about it last time when, when I was on with you a few weeks ago. Um, it's just uh, the, these these running backs, even the, even the best ones, and Saquon, you know, has proven himself over the last couple of years, especially you know the injury problems that kind of uh, hampered him or hindered him the first few years. Uh, he seems to have gotten past that and really established himself. Um, but but these guys all the, the the teams look at him as kind of replaceable and it's uh it's a tough situation for them because obviously I feel that both of those guys have earned uh, uh to be paid uh at, at a at a, a very high level at the highest level for the running back position but teams are just hesitant to give that kind of a contract to the running back position because of the you know the injury issue uh the potential and you know both of those guys now are in their um, you know, mid to late twenties, and that number that we talked about before. When the running back hits thirty, there's just a huge hesitation out of organizations to make that commitment. So I don't know what to expect. I don't think either one of them are going to get what they want. It's going to end up being an ugly situation unless they're willing to take less than what they want. And um, you know, I don't know if that's going to happen. I think Barkley would be probably more. Uh, realistic to expect him coming to an agreement that's a little bit less than what he's looking for. I think Jacobs is pretty much set uh, on, on wanting a specific number, and if he doesn't get it, I could see this getting pretty ugly with him. So, Steve, Ber- uh, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Steve Berline here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Steve Dalvin Cook looking for a job. DeAndre Hopkins still still looking for for a job and a team, and obviously that is a largely a, a, a number issue as well. What what will teams pay him? Where would it make sense for DeAndre Hopkins? Or maybe I should ask this way. What teams for you would it make sense to stretch the finances a little bit to, to maybe take a serious look at, at bringing Hopkins in? Well, you, you always have to put the Patriots in that uh, conversation because Belichick has a history of, of bringing in guys like that later in their careers and uh, finding a way to make the deal work. Um, you know, they don't have Tom Brady anymore, obviously, so uh, I don't know if it's as attractive to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, but uh, you look at, at some of the teams around the league that, that need that receiver, that one extra big play guy, uh, to maybe make a difference and get them over the hump, and uh, there, there are several teams. You can go down the list and make a case for a lot of different teams, but I think when you look at a team like uh, maybe the New York Giants, they've, they've not had that, that uh, standout uh, top-notch wide receiver, number one guy. Uh, maybe Hopkins isn't that guy anymore, but shoot, he'll, he'll still draw a lot of attention out there and make uh, defenses respect him, and that can take some pressure off the other guys. Uh, I think that'd be a great fit for, for him. Um, I think he'd probably take a little bit less to go to New York because of the opportunity there, um, you know, and the other kind of off-the-field opportunities that he'd have to make some money as well. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of other teams that, you know, the Raiders also have a history of doing that kind of thing. And uh, you put, you put uh, Hopkins on the other side from Devontae Adams, and uh, I'm sure Jimmy Garoppolo would be very excited about that. And I think the Raiders have been lacking at that wide receiver position for a long time as well. So those are two teams that off the top of my head, uh, make a lot of sense, and I think those teams think that if they can just get another playmaker on that side of the ball, we're talking about the same two teams that we just talked about as far as Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs as well, but I think it makes sense for both of those teams to get in the conversation about DeAndre Hopkins as well. 
Steve, I'm excited. I think the general fan is excited that, that Hard Knocks is going to focus on the Jets. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is incredibly interesting, to say the least, with that team and in general. But if you're the Jets, if you're Aaron Rodgers, to what degree, if any, is it a problem or a distraction or a concern that you will be the focus of that documentary? You know, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, and I haven't seen his comments about it. I probably should have uh, tried to track down a, a few of his comments related to it. But to me, uh, from the way that I kind of see him at this stage in his career, I think uh, I don't think he would uh, resist it or fight it. I think it almost is something now he, he seems to like the attention a lot more now than he used to. And, and uh um, I, I, th- I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal for him. Now, I think for the Jets, I think if, you, if you're asking me uh, what I think about that kind of uh, uh, distraction for a team, I think it's – I don't think it helps. And I, I think it would be um, a detrimental kind of situation, especially for a young football team that has great expectations, high expectations for this year – I think if I were the coach, I would be fighting that hard. I'd be saying, listen, let's do something. Let's make a name for ourselves. Let's accomplish something and earn that right to be on hard knocks before we commit to doing something like this because we're not there yet, and we want to focus on this season. We don't want to be thinking about these cameras around everywhere. We want to be able to focus on being the team that everybody expects us to be. So, um, I, I personally think it's a distraction that, that uh, um, a lot of coaches would prefer not to deal with. Uh, but in this day and age, it's just a different world. So maybe maybe they look at it differently. I don't know. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have any problem with it. Steve Berline, uh, Kyler Murray w- was pretty candid this week on a podcast uh, through the organization that that last year didn't go well that they need to be better, that with what they have in place in terms of new leadership, he, he's pretty excited and, and optimistic. What is your optimism level? What is your confidence level that Kyler Murray, just Kyler Murray, can play at the level this upcoming season that obviously his talent and contract suggests is possible? Well, my, my optimism is not at a very high level. I, I just, I've, I've always been kind of... Uh, um, non-committal about uh, my expectations for Kyler Murray. Um, I haven't seen him prove it to me yet uh, consistently enough that he can be that guy. I don't think he's um, – I think that he's still got some maturity issues uh, to deal with. And, and maybe this past year was, was what he needed to, to kind of give him the wake-up call and kind of make things, um, um, you know, maybe settle in as far as priorities are concerned. I hope so because he's obviously a very talented guy. Um, I'm just not convinced yet that he, with his size and with the <clears throat> challenges of playing the quarterback position, uh, I'm just not convinced yet that he's going to be that guy um, that you can really build a franchise around and consistently can can uh, show up and, and and be on the field and play well in the big games. I you know I I just have to see it a little bit more to believe it and to the feel that he's going to be that guy. Uh, I like what he's saying. I think he's, he, whether it's him, you know, maturing and getting to that point that he wants to be more of a leader or whether it's his people kind of saying, hey, you need to step up and try to take that kind of a role. Uh, I don't know what, the, what, what, what motivated it, but I do like the way that it sounds and I do like the fact that he's 
stepping up and trying to be optimistic about his expectations for this year. We'll just see if he can if he can back it up. Steve Berline, great as always. Thank you, my friend, and uh, continued success out there on the fair. May you have many fairways and greens, many more than I tend to accomplish <laughs> when I when I get around. And thank you, buddy, for making time. You got it, man. I appreciate it. See you, Bill. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.